0: you see this real bond of like that family obligation especially from an older sibling to a younger mm-hmm. but you also see the sense of jealousy and rivalry between the two
1: Welcome back to another episode of Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, All Booked, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And our guest is Leslie. Yes.
0: Surprise, (laughs) surprise. I am going to read another book. I actually had enough time recently that I knocked out several. So I decided to pick my favorite from the bunch. I'm going to be talking about My Sister the Serial Killer.
1: I remember this book coming out. It looks very cool. The cover is like very interesting no idea what it's about, so you're going to have to go in depth with me.
0: Yes. So, interestingly, this book is more of a novella than a true novel-length read, so I'm going to try my best to not give away too many spoilers, although there is a certain amount in the way the book is written. It has that kind of rye insider knowledge feel to it mm-hmm. that just makes it a delight overall to read. Honestly, I know that novellas don't get published as standalones very often, but it happens to be one of my favorite formats for storytelling. It's my favorite to write. It's also one of my favorites to read because as opposed to short stories you have enough time to really get to know the characters so you become more invested in whatever happens to Mm -hmm. them but it's short enough that it makes a wonderful airplane book at the same time
1: yes and they tend to be like a lot more succinct than like a full novel like they get straight to it Yes. And they don't lollygag. Yes. And the
0: chapters are nice and digestible. They're very quick, but they still capture a scene perfectly or an emotion perfectly so that you feel like you're getting a nice little punch from each. So, yeah. Which I suppose is really fitting when you've got a title like My Sister the Serial Killer. Yes. <laughs> so interestingly, this title is set in Lagos, Nigeria. It centers around two sisters. Mm-hmm. So you have the older one. Her name is Koridi, and she is a nurse. She works at one of the local hospitals. And she is kind of described almost as the ugly duckling you know she is the older sister so she feels responsible for her younger sister and any punishments her younger sister might face but at the same time she's often overlooked because she is the angular one who took more after her mother she almost has this like automatic matronly description of her Mm -hmm. she and her younger sister live together with their mother you find out dad is out of the picture you find out why at some later point and i'm not (laughs) going to say (laughs) But anyway, the younger sister is Ayula, and she is described constantly as almost like this succubus with the way she looks, like Mm -hmm. just the way her curves are exactly right. Apparently, she turns heads everywhere she goes, especially from the male gaze. But even other women are kind of jealous of Mm -hmm. her finer physical attributes. (laughs) But Ayula, because she has always been the apple of everyone's eye, behaves pretty brattily yeah as one would expect and tends to be impulsive and brash and take advantage of the way that her physical presence affects others. Okay.
1: What is their relationship like? You said there's a little bit of motherliness from the older sister, um, but how are their interactions generally? So one thing I
0: love about this particular book is it delves into dysfunctional family dynamics, which is, you know, without going further into my own, that is one of the things I love reading about. Mm -hmm. And in this case, you see this real bond of like that family obligation especially from an older sibling to a younger. Mm-hmm. But you also see this sense of jealousy and rivalry between the two, where both of them are misinterpreting each other's motives, and um, there is a certain amount of trying to— like, it's this nasty almost codependence on one another, because yeah. they are the only ones who truly understand how they are like. Yeah. So needless to say, Ayula does kill people. And it is frequently her that has her sister on speed dial to come help clean up the mess because Mm. Ayula, being brash and impulsive, just doesn't have that close enough attention to detail to really dispose of all of the evidence. So that falls on Coriti's shoulders.
1: And how does their mother play into this?
0: So their mother, and I love these scenes because it happens more than once, keeps waxing poetic about how Ayula needs to find someone to settle down with and marry that seems to be her primary objective because she doesn't want to waste Ayula's beauty all the same time Coridy is older and yeah. unmarried as well but she's just kind of looked over like she happens to be a living appliance to the home or something i don't know how else to describe it but that is the way it is emphasized in the storytelling
1: it, it makes sense the way the way you described her that that maybe she is acting as a stand-in like a second parent to yes. Ayula. Yes. Um, and I can see if you have that one really responsible child I think it's very common to be like yeah they'll be fine. They're exactly. just Exactly. They're just doing whatever they're doing. I she's- really need to take care of this really impulsive like impatient one like she's got a lot to offer like we can figure out something to keep her safe but you know. So needless to say all of this comes to a
0: head when you realize that Cory has a crush on one of the doctors at her hospital and who decides to show up for lunch <laughs> at her hospital than Ayula one day and she happens to win over tade's affection and attention oh, and that's no. where the story really starts to ramp up the tension as well mm-hmm. as that lean into the dysfunction between the sisters relationship
1: and does the story focus more on the that emotion and relationship than the actual like serial killing or are there like gruesome gory moments
0: there are some gruesome gory moments but more often than not it's leaning into that i don't even want to call it a guilt Because it's more... um...
1: I think obligation was a good word. Yeah,
0: obligation is a really good word for it, but it's also... It's also that perpetual dread about what that impulsive family member is going to do next mm-hmm. and what you're going to have to do, like what portion of yourself you're going to have to sacrifice yeah. to cover for that person. Yes. So and needless to say, when Ayula sets her sights on Tade, that's where it really starts to toy with Cordy's emotions because she's mm-hmm. deciding how much she really feels obligated to her sister and how much she really wants to see if she has a chance with Tade as well.
1: Yes. And I imagine it's probably a hard cycle to break if you've already given up so much. Am I willing to put my foot down here? Like, is this where I take my stand? Exactly. So you said you learned about the father later. Are there any other people, relatives, like friends that are close to them? Are they kind of isolated together?
0: They're kind of isolated as a family unit. Like I said, Mm -hmm. the mom and the two sisters do live together. And then another focal point is the hospital. The other character that's kind of interesting is so Corridi really feels this sense that she needs to unload her burden a little bit. But you really can't when you're carrying a secret as great as that. So (laughs) her closest confidant is a Comatose patient oh, that no. she goes and sits with, and everybody thinks that she's such a wonderful caretaker because she's spending all this time like You're really stimulating, invested, yeah, like talking. stimulating him, like making sure that he gets his massages and stuff. But she's also spilling all of her family secrets to yes. him.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, it's hard because I want I want to ask so many questions, but I know because it's a novella, like if I ask, I'll about... try to steer away any from yeah. any spoilers too. Yeah. So um, this is going to be like really nerdy. So there's this thing. They're like the twin stars that orbit each other. Is that kind of like the feeling you get that they're kind of trapped with each other?
0: Yes. Very much so.
1: Because it it does seem like the way you described it, like just the words obligation, guilt, like dread. it, It does feel like... The younger sister, maybe in an exacerbated way, because most people in those kind of codependent relationships aren't serial killers. Right, right. <laughs> but um, like the younger sister, because she's taken care of so much, doesn't understand consequences because she knows that she'll never have to face them. Exactly. And the older sister doesn't want to put her foot down because she is in this place of feeling responsible for another person in a way that to me sounds a lot more like a parent still yes. a dysfunctional like oh absolutely parent- child relationship but way more like a parent than than a sister does she have anyone that's just for her other than a other than no, a comatose no. patient? and that's
0: why it's so isolating and I think yeah. that's why they keep like colliding with each other because at the end of the day yeah. they only have each other in their secrets
1: yeah and and they're generally in in something like that there has to be something that wakes you up and if there's no person or like event that stands in your way you're going to keep repeating the same patterns over and over again how would you as far as like genre is this in the fiction section it is in the fiction
0: section it was given to me as a mystery but it really doesn't feel or read very much like a mystery um i I say it fits really well in the fiction section Mm -hmm. the other key point of this book is the setting really plays into it very very well you Mm -hmm. get a good sense of um What it's like to live in kind of the upper class in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. You have some bits where uh, some of the language switches to Yoruba. Mm -hmm. so And it's not in a distracting way. You don't lose meaning at all. But it really gives it an overall flavor to Mm -hmm. the text. And then on top of it, you have the sense that the police are corrupt and will change their priorities based on which family they're serving and how much wealth that family has that makes
1: sense for someone who doesn't seem like a well-trained serial killer (laughs) exactly to to keep being able to have victims i've noticed when i is it is this a book written in english originally yes okay i've noticed when i've read books from other cultures that sometimes the writing style can vary depending on like if there was a different first language or if there's a different like focus on um, storytelling, uh, is there a difference in storytelling? I
0: only have read one other book by a Nigerian author, mm-hmm. and there is a little bit of familiarity in the like i said it's that kind of rye like mm-hmm. it's letting you in on a secret i love it like i find mm-hmm. it absolutely delightful and it does remind me of helen Oyeyemi is that author um it reminds me a little bit of her style mm-hmm. so and i c- can't put my finger exactly on what it is apart from like i said that kind of letting you in on the no <laughs> sort of
1: uh, who would you recommend this for? It does feel like it's a little more um I don't want to say spicy because I always use that for romance, but of, like
0: a It kind of is yeah. though, but it's
1: also like darkly humorous. Mm-hmm. So don't
0: get me wrong, I'm talking to you about a bunch of negative, terrible sounding <laughs> things like murder or another great recurring theme in the book is um Ayula and her social media she's trying to post all these really kind of flippant things and Cordy is trying to coach her oh no no, she's also a social
1: media manager yeah this is
0: not what you should be posting you know two weeks after your boyfriend has gone mysteriously missing Mm -hmm. this is not the appropriate behavior (laughs) for somebody who's mourning something like that yeah
1: so it feels like uh like maybe it could be a good introduction to someone who hasn't read a lot of darker fiction, um, but does like that literary fiction kind of um, type of book. Maybe yes. a good a good entree.
0: <laughs> yes, or somebody who wants to follow a character that isn't your prototypical protagonist. Mm-hmm. You know, I think part of the reason this book was selected for me was because I listed that I really liked the Dexter series and it was mm-hmm. because once again, I enjoy more complicated protagonists or I enjoy exploring some of that gray area or in this case really dark gray, <laughs>
1: dark gray yes. of the human soul, So It sounds it sounds very interesting, especially if someone is is a fan of complicated family dynamics and like Maybe has someone in their own life that they have that kind of like push and pull relationship with. Uh, that this would be a good a good read. Maybe not if you're like in the throes of a relationship like or that. Or not if you're looking for how tos. <laughs> or if you're looking for how tos because it seems like just give us like a little hint. Like, do we see breaks in the pattern? Like their pattern of kind of being stuck with each we other. We do
0: start to see a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I can't really say too much more apart from, like I said, when you really start to see that ramp up with uh, Ayula's behavior toward Tade, that's Mm -hmm. when you see this push for Corridi. This is her chance to maybe finally break free from that pattern.
1: Okay. Well, I don't have any more questions. Is there anything else you'd like to share about it? Uh, No. Apart from if you're looking for something quick that feels very
0: distinct, it's memorable in Mm -hmm. how unique it is, uh, give this one a shot. It's a good palate cleanser. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, and stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations.
1: Bye.